Attention, this Spirekin counterport contains adult language mature situations, panel critiques, cosplay admiration, pocky thieves, and cursed rocks. Listener discretion is advised. gentlemen welcome to a very special episode of the spark and con review this is your host zan saying konnichiwa aloha bonjourno and what's up and this is jackie saying hola como estas and putin tag nice i like that you did that that's actually i think we should keep that going now this is something different because i know it's been only like two weeks since we did a con it's very unusual that we've done another con review so quick but we're talking about a con that we both went to oh my god what a coinky dink. Because, honestly, the last couple of cons you haven't been able to go to. Yeah, I know, because I suck at life. Not because you suck at life, because you've been busy, 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 busy. Yeah, because I suck at life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and this con was a first for me, and you've been here how many times? Like four times, five times, six times? No, four. Yeah, and this was different because it was a one-day con for me. Well, technically, it was two days. It was a day and a half. Yeah, Saturday was a preview day, and Sunday was, like, the full day. Uh, but I have to say, first off, that the con was very cool. It was CPAC, the Castle Point Anime Convention at the Stevens Institute of Technology in Hoboken. And it was a pretty cool convention, I gotta say. It was very different. Well, for anyone who watches cake boss it's like right down the road from his bakery why didn't you tell me that we could have once get cakes from him well no because the line is out the door like every day so i don't really like to mention it but i have driven past carlo's bakery like a couple times yeah you still should have told me then i could have gotten a cake have you ever had cake boss cakes no really good my old boss used to know him and get cakes from him and we came home to a surprise cake at our house once. It was really awesome. That is cool. There were no cakes at this con, but there was other things at this con, including one of the longest lines for a dealer's room I've ever seen. Yeah, about that. That was new, and that was ridiculous, and I don't know if you have a reasoning. I have my sources. I was in the dealer's room, and I'm surprised the line was that long, because that dealer's room was literally just a small combination of artist alley and the basic dealers possible and it was not zan friendly because there was no manga there was no plushes even though there was a stitch cosplay which made me very happy but it, it was not that great of a dealer's room it was really small it was like maybe it's it's in the gym it was in the gym so yeah it was it was small it's always been small it's been decent for me i've always enjoyed it very much of course i wasn't in line so i couldn't compare it to any other year but I, th- I think they expanded the artist alley and they didn't split it up. So everything was in one 
building. They also weren't allowing people in. The dealer's room wasn't set up on Saturday. So everybody that wanted to get stuff came on Sunday, which doesn't make any sense because it's always just been on a Sunday. This was also the first year that they did the preview day on Saturday. So I don't know why the line was that long to begin with because it shouldn't have been any different than any other year. But I think next year they're going to split up the artist alley and the dealer's room so that they can expand the dealer's room. Honestly, I don't think they have the content to expand it, Then that's the truth. There wasn't enough vendors for it. It didn't have the feel for it, honestly. But that's my opinion. I could be 100% wrong. I've heard that around, so you're not the only one. Like, personally, I've loved the dealer's room, but like I said, I didn't go in this year, so I could very well have said, yeah, no, I agree. This is not what it was. Or I could go, oh, no, this was much better than it was. So I can't say. I mean, the first day, from what I heard, it was virtually dead. Saturday, it was dead. They were showing a lot of anime. What was open was the karaoke cafe and the manga library, and they were doing a couple of events like the cosplay speed dating, the pop and music battle mode tournament, and the game room, which I heard was really cool. I didn't get to see the game room, though. I heard the game room was amazing. I heard the game room they really did a good job with. And that's good because game rooms are important to cons to do right. Because if you fuck it up, you you don't do good. But we digress. So on Sunday, I will say this. It was very refreshing. Steven's Institute looked amazing. I also got the best parking ever. You and your damn handicap. Hey, if you want to get injections in your spine and the trade-off is you don't have to walk far, go for it. All right, shoot me up. I love the design of the convention. It was very well done. I like that you had the different buildings with different aspects. You know, you had the one building, which was just for the panels, the one building, which was just for the manga library, the one building, which was just the cafe cosplay. And there were some amazing panels this year and some great guests, even though we weren't invited because we are actually older than two of the panelists who've been there. We've been in media longer, but... For the guests, you had, of course, Alan Mendez, a.k.a. Hitsui, from Reverse Thieves. Both Reverse Thieves were there, which was cool. You had Vinny Avarello, who's been on this podcast, who is also the panel director for Anime Next and also from All Geeks Considered Podcast. They actually did a live podcast at the con. Yeah, we should do that sometime. We should, definitely. And they also ran a couple of really fun panels. Charles Dunbar was there. As usual, you know my love of him because he's amazing. And there was also Street Fighter tournaments and some other crazy stuff. And Josh Grell was there, which I was surprised at. I'd never go into the signature rooms. Did you go? No, I actually didn't hit up anything because I was there with... It was my daughter's first convention, so... It was me, my husband, my daughter, and we basically hung out with my friend and her girlfriend, like, the entire time. And then met up with Jen from Presplay and her daughter and her husband. We got some professional photos taken, which I have to check and see if they're up yet. And I talked with her a little bit. It was a lot of fun, so... I didn't do as much as I had done in years, but I think the trade-off was it was my daughter's first convention, so that's pretty freaking awesome. That is pretty cool. I'm glad. And you said she had a good time playing around and stealing Pocky. Oh yeah, we've discovered that she is one of the biggest Pocky thieves 
that I know she went up to random people that had Pocky and like looked adorable and was like begging and they'd hand her Pocky and she'd like run away and then she'd come back for more. So we had to quickly stop that. And was she cosplaying or was she in normal clothes? She was cosplaying Anna from Frozen. And who are you doing this cosplay? Were you doing Tardis? I was doing Rainbow Dash cosplay. Yes, and I went to this con cosplaying as Deckham from Death Parade, and I was stopped numerous times. I was surprised. Usually that doesn't happen. You were stopped a lot, yeah. I I don't, well, I get it, but I don't. And Jesse was Kiichi from Higurashi, but like nobody really cares about that anymore, apparently. Yeah, Higurashi is kind of dead. That's why we don't put it in the horror panel. So, um... But it's comfy, and he looks adorable, so I'll take it. Yeah, I was actually surprised with the amount of pictures that you got. Um, I was surprised surprised they were stopping me. I was pleasantly surprised. Did I look Uh, good, or I I thought I looked kind of crappy? Apparently you look good. I mean, from what I've seen. Well, well, I've been fixing it over the years, and now all I gotta do is just change the wig, because the wig, I think, is starting to get done. I haven't washed the wig. I just wear it. I wash them all the time. Well, I don't know how to wash them and stop. Maybe I should bring them over and you wash them. Okay. So, so some of the cosplays I saw there, there was a girl dressed up as, what's her name from Zootopia? The Judy Hops that was like a furry. There was a couple of Judy Hops. One was the, she was dressed up like just with the ears and looked like a bunny girl and she was all slutty. Then there was a girl dressed up as Judy Hops in the furry costume and she was awesome. She was freaking, she was the first one that Shiana went up to to say hi and she was so awesome. I, I loved it. I have to shout out to Princess Leia that was there that came up to my daughter and said, it's always good to see a fellow princess. That was the cutest, sweetest, most nicest thing. That could have happened. Awesome. Thank you. That was really freaking cool. So what else? There was a lot of One Punch Man, a lot of good Saitamas this year. We had a bunch of Power Rangers, a bunch of Narutards. Which kind of expected. So who was your friend cosplaying as? Because she was playing a violin and wearing a skirt. No, I was not the girl that was playing violin. That was not my friend. My friend was Maid Ruby. Okay, okay, because I thought that she was also with you guys. We also had a lot of... Well, Judy Hopps was amazing. We had a very cute Makoto Kino from Sailor Moon walking around. Yes. She was all over the place. Yeah. Two girls dressed up as the Anarchy Sisters from Pennies and Stockings, and they looked amazing. Yeah, they were freaking hot. Bitchy as hell. They didn't want their pictures taken, but whatever. Really? Uh, you had that French superhero, the Ladybug. Yeah. Uh, who else? We had an Aerith, and that made me cry, because she looked perfectly like Aerith. Yes. Yeah, I saw her numerous times. Yeah, where she had flowers, and you're like, oh my god, Aerith. So sad. All she needed was the sword sticking through her, and... So funny story about that is my friend's brother was playing Final Fantasy, like in his room. It was like two o'clock in the morning and he's like, oh, I'll just finish this up and I'll go to bed. So he's at the part where Aerith dies. So two o'clock in the morning, the entire house gets woken up to. From downstairs. And his mom has to come downstairs and be like, what the hell is going on? And it was kind of funny because apparently my friend, I think, had like gotten to that part before and didn't tell him that it was coming up or that he was close or anything 
It's a tragic so, scene. It is. So he's lying in bed, like, laughing and listening to his mom, like, curse out his brother downstairs. It was, it was hilarious. It was a funny story. It's almost as messed up as in Chrono Trigger that Chrono, the main character, the character you're playing as, gets killed halfway through the game. That's messed up. You, you can bring him back, though, if you know how to do the trick. You can bring him back and get a soul and a little doll. The whole thing. Uh, let's see now. We also had Anona cosplayer and uh ryuko from kill la kill she looked cool and they had the whole party there was a girl walking around it was her first con she was cosplaying as Deckham. also we went to a cool panel we'll talk about the panels in a minute besides uh, that there was a lot of naruto people and that was about it oh and there was a girl with glasses dressed up as merda from brave cool. i didn't see her wow i really slacked on that also there was a lot of tornado from one punch man and a couple other characters People of Soros from No Game No Life, they had the better costume than I did, because my costume is I just have the shirt. I don't have the official shirt. They had the official shirt, so uh, whatever. There was also a death cosplayer, so my goal of finding death at every con has been good so far, but this, and it's interesting. For those who don't know, I found death at almost every con for some reason. Okay, so now to the point of what else happened. So you essentially spent the entire con walking around talking to people. Not really. I spent the entire time chasing friggin' two-year-old, three-year-old. Oh, also there was a Ponyo cosplayer. Who's Jen? I know, but no, I was talking about the little one was was a Ponyo cosplayer. Yeah, so it's gay. And she had the the, the stuff plushie. Yeah, the stuff, yeah, which I thought was brilliant, beyond brilliant. I need to buy one of those. Yes, you do. Long story short, so you did that, you were hanging out, and I went to a couple panels. First panel I went to was 70s Anime Fun Time, done by Vinny Avarello. Nice. And it was pretty awesome. There was some really cool stuff in it. I would love to do, like, a spinoff, but he's doing a spinoff of it, because I had an idea, okay, all these are awesome, but, but it turns out he's doing a remake, so I got figure out a new plan for a panel. So, went to that panel, that was pretty cool. Then after that, went to Charles Dunbar's amazing panel. Pretty cool, he's talking about death in anime and manga, and the fact that he brought, actually, a piece of ground from the suicide forest was really fucked up. Wait, what? He did what? He went to the suicide forest by Mount Fuji, and he took a piece of the ground. Also, he took pictures, because he got off the path, and he's like, I had to turn around, because he got lost for two hours out there, and it's scary as anything. But because it was cursed, the ground is cursed, he had to go to Mount Fuji, get a piece of Mount Fuji's ground, which is blessed. So now he has curse and a blessed item to cancel out the curse. Is he fucking insane? It's a beautiful forest. There's a lot to see. It's just, it's also a place where, because some asshole in the 50s wrote a book about doing a Romeo and Juliet suicide there, that everybody goes there to commit suicide. Ew. The video was beautiful, but then when you're in the middle of the woods and you just see randomly a tent that's been left there for a couple of days and like uh, pieces of stuff in an abandoned car that's kind of messed up wait like people actually would just go there and die people go there to kill themselves that's what that movie the forest was about it's not bullshit there that forest actually exists and he was there Ew. i also bought his book for five bucks it was a yokai book it was pretty cool you that's creepy though i don't even i can't i can't even <laughs> But anyway, so besides that, afterwards I went to a panel I heard about, which looked kind of cool. The only thing was when I went to Vinny's first panel, afterwards I hung out with him and Alan for, and Kate for a couple minutes, uh, there was a guy there who was making comments the entire time. Eventually he left. 
he wasn't asked to leave, but he left, but he was making comments. And eventually Vinny was like, listen, uh, we're trying to get through this. Please don't make comments. And this guy eventually shut up. But turns out that this guy was running the panels, which were the best anime movies you've never seen, Legends of the Galactic Heroes Anime's Greatest Epic, and Thank You for Playing a Death Parade panel. And the gentleman's name was Nate. Um, now, I've been to many panels at many cons. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to say about this right now. Okay. So, this guy, Nate, covered these animes, all great series that are awesome to watch, and then he adds color commentary. Okay. Like, when there's a scene when you have a bunch of guys chasing an invisible fish. You see these characters who are chasing something which they can never catch, and it's powerful. He has them go, Whoa, Packers! Okay. Whoa, pack! And he's making color commentary the entire panel. That's weird. No, like, he does that. He makes stupid comments. And I get if you make one comment, but when you're talking over your entire panel, people were walking out, and then he'd stop halfway through his sentences, repeat himself, and it just... It was very unprofessional. And apparently he's done this at multiple conventions, so I don't know why the fuck he has done this so many times. Was it a full panel? Yeah, it was a full panel. And he ran the other two panels, too. I didn't go to the Legend of the Galactic Hero because I didn't want to hear what this guy had to say. But because I'm a Death Parade fan, I went to this panel for Death Parade. Now, there's a scene which is my favorite scene in the whole series. I think I showed you the one with the figure skater. Yeah. Now, that scene, it's completely silent, but there's music. Now, should you talk over a scene like that if you're showing it to an audience? Typically, no. He read a fucking speech for 10 minutes, which perfectly fine speech, but reading it over the scene that you want them to absorb. Oh, my goodness. He was going over the stupidest things possible. He really was. And it wasn't like he was talking with the audience. He was talking at the audience. And that's kind of a big mistake. You you can't talk with the audience, but for the most part, you want to have a dialogue with them. And he just didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Right. I really wanted to walk out of that panel. I was like, this is garbage. I mean, he knows his stuff. I will not contest that. He has the knowledge for it. But as a showman, as a panelist, he's crap. Now, Vinny, I know you listen to this podcast, and I think you know who Nate is. (laughs) Nate doesn't seem like a... Well, Nate seems like a guy who's a blowhard or whatever, but he seems like not a terrible guy. Get him to go to a speech class or three to learn how not to be stupid, please. The guy just was really bad when you ruined so many things. Apparently he's been doing it before. He, he's run this panel at like three other cons. Which other cons do you know? No, I know, I, I know he's done it. I'm not going to ask what cons he's been to because honestly, I'm not going to... But overall, the panels, for the most part, were in great rooms, and they would have been amazing if you had the right people doing it. I've heard that all of the reverse these panels were great. All of Charles' panels were great. I heard that most of the guests... I knew most of the guests. That's why I'm surprised I didn't apply for a panel. Next year, I'll apply for a panel if I go to it. But this guy, I cannot believe that. I really don't. We should run a panel with the same topics and see if we freaking outdo him. We should. But we'll see next year. So overall, you've been to this con more than I have. So what do you overall think about the con? Your final thoughts. Castle Point for me up until, well, up until MAGFest and KatsuCon, really. They've been the start of my con season. So 
they're always pivotal to me. They're always Castle Point and Soccer Matsuri in Brooklyn at the Botanical Gardens. Those two have always been like, it's a huge deal because it's, I guess, the first time in a few months that we've been out and we've been in our cosplays and it's been warm-ish and there's sun and there's flowers and because you can see the New York City skyline from the grass on the green you know, it's, it's such a nice location and you get that breeze off the water. So to me, Castle Point is like very happy. It's a very happy feeling. And my con season has not started until I have attended either Castle Point or Soccer Matsuri. Okay. On my end, this is not the first con. My first con's always going to be Anime Boston. Might do generic con next year, but Anime Boston because it's in February, March. That's usually the opener for me. This was a nice breather con. It wasn't something I had to stay over anywhere for. I like that it's close. And it has a good feel to it. The audience, they're very relaxed. They're animated. They're in a great mood. There were a lot of people who didn't know what the hell was going on. Thought we were all weirdos. Saying, oh, what the hell's going on today? Is it some sort of event? No, I actually... To add on to that, I had a couple people that asked what was going on. And... As soon as they said an anime con, they were like, oh, that is really awesome. Okay. They're like, we're going to have fun looking at the costumes. And they knew exactly what was going on, and they completely understood it, which I thought was fantastic. That is good. The same thing I felt. They had the same thing. I liked the way it went. I loved the design. With the exception of that one panelist. I think the panels went really well. The dealer's room and artist alley could be arranged differently, but I think yes. while talking to everybody and seeing the updates, I think they are actually going to work on that. So that's something that we don't have to... The video game room was awesome. They had my favorite game, which is the flip the table one, which I can't do, unfortunately, because I have no strength in my left arm anymore. Damn car accident. But it was cool to watch people flip the table. Mm. That's nice. Well, anyway, overall, good con. Is this the best one that we've been to so far? So far, or AB is currently best for me. This is number two, but that's only because there's been two conventions. Next is Anime Fan Fest, so we'll see where it goes. Also, Sakura Matsui is coming up, and that one, well, you're going to Sakura Matsui. I'm going to try to meet you there, but I'm going to the Holly Festival. Right, so we got to talk about that. Yes, we'll talk about that later. Uh, So, guys, hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.